Senorita, I feel for you. Ah. Hey! Welcome to the Poetry Boys Podcast with Tola Macanjola. How are you? Hope you're well. It's been a while. You missed me. I missed you too. Wah, wah, wah. On and on. Um. So this evening, I shut myself out of my own house. I left my keys in. I was taking the trash out. So I, uh, I was putting the trash in the bags, tying them up, putting them in the in the bin outside. And as I was putting in the final bit of trash outside, I shut the door, thinking that I had my key in my pocket. And of course I shut the door. <coughs> and it was me with a couple of trash bags standing outside in the rain. It was raining. It was raining. So what do I do? One part of my brain said, Ah, oh, the neighbors have a spare key. And my neighbors are really nice. You know, so I was like, Oh, they've got a key. Why don't you ask them to give you the spare key so you can open it? The door, that is. And get in. The other part of my brain went, Oh, I have to talk to people. <laughs> is the kitchen window open? Because the kitchen window actually faces the front of the house, right? So and it's quite big. So I could climb in potentially. So the window happened to be a little open, a little ajar. So I kind of opened it. So I actually <laughs> I went through the process of doing this. I didn't really think about it, I just started doing it. Like, now nah, I don't want to talk to people. So I opened the window. I opened it up wide up. Uh, the things on the on the shelf, I guess, on the on the front of the of the sink. And I moved them away. The glass, you know, the flower pots. So I could make way for my for my grand entrance. Um So I, I then put the a smaller bin, the food bin beneath the window so I could climb in. <laughs> I did all of this just so I didn't have to talk to people. That's I don't know what that says about me, but what about reality? Oh, if you want to get philosophical. But I start to climb in and I go, Tola, for the love of God, just don't be an idiot. Close just get down from the bin. You're you're way too big anyway. You're probably going to pull your hamstring or something. You're going to do something stupid. And you're going to hurt yourself. Go ask the neighbors. So I walked over to the neighbors in the rain. And, you know, pressed the doorbell. Oh, how are you? Sorry to bother you. Can I have the key? Oh, yeah, sure. So I get the key, open the door. Oh, you're a lifesaver. Thank you. Have a nice evening. You too. Bye. That was it. I could have, <laughs> I could have literally have... That was like tops a minute. That inter- whole... That sequence of events took a minute. Door, pleasantries, door opening, goodbyes, into the house. One minute. 
it took me about three minutes to contemplate <laughs> whether or not I should uh, speak to my neighbors. Um, it took me about two minutes maybe to kind of assess the window and put the bin in and try to climb in. It's a time waster. Being antisocial is a time waster. Being socially... Uh, avoiding social situations is a time waster. You're wasting time, you're wasting money. If you're business-minded, you're wasting money. Just go up to the person and ask them, yes or no, boom, boom, boom. Of course, in this case, it would have been a yes because... Well, that's the one in. But they were in, and I could have saved minimum five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, awkward situations, uh, Israel Palestine. Um, Israel Palestine is one of those situations that's so extreme that it could either bring about world peace, like legitimate world peace, and by that I mean. The two nations come together and go, why are we fighting? We're brothers, literally. Let's make peace. I, I, I imagine that's the sort of thing that if it happened in the distant future, that no one else on earth would have an excuse to uh, have beef with anyone. It's like, nah. That would, that would be the archetypical reunion. Right? You have a fight. You have a... You have a slight uh, complication, complication in your relationship with whoever. You know, you just walk up. You just observe the situation. Or maybe it's not you. You just, you just observe that two siblings are fighting or a couple are fighting. Strangers are fighting. You just walk up to them and they go, Hey! <coughs> Guys, Israel-Palestine, remember? If they can do it, you can. Stop fighting. Kiss and make up. Um, so that's... The extremity of that situation means that if there's world peace to be gained from that situation, no one else has an excuse to be in any sort of argument. Therefore, there will be world peace. Because everyone will go, oh, gosh, yeah. If they can do it, then anything is possible. The other extreme is uh, Armageddon. <clears throat> right. Uh, I mean, obviously. Obviously. Seems to be where we're headed. Um, it's so extreme that World War Three is a possibility. And it's not an exaggeration. It's just what it is. It's like, well, if this person hits this person and this person hits this person, then Lebanon will get involved. Then Iran will get upset and get involved. And, <laughs> and then Syria's going to cry a little bit and then they'll throw a bomb in Syria and Syria will then invade and or throw a bomb and... Russia will feel left out and ignored and will then get involved. And because China is BFFs with Russia, they'll get involved. 
and of course America, obviously, obviously, <laughs> say, hey, we're, we're going to save you all, so we're going to bomb you all out of, I don't know. Well, World War Three is not an exaggeration, which is the that's the nature of this conflict, and yeah, in all seriousness, which is hard for me to be, um, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that wisdom prevails, divine wisdom, divine wisdom. I'll, I'll say. That's what is required. That's what. That's that's all we have, <laughs> right? You have all these brilliant people, scientists, philosophers. No one has a solution to this. It's either people are taking sides or people are just like asking themselves, like, I I know all the facts, but I'm still confused. I know what I need to say. I know I know what I need to do, but I know that that's probably not the full picture people are just so i mean so there's no wisdom manifesting itself i think the only bit of wisdom that i see that has <clears throat> permeated through this situation is the well i'm glad that aid is coming to gaza so that's relatively humane um that's about it. <laughs> Everything else is horrific. Everything else is horrific. So <clears throat> I, I hope that wisdom prevails and um, innocent, innocent people will stop suffering. I mean, that's that's what always happens, you know. The guys at the top get hot-headed and they, you know, they drag everyone along with them. So, um... Speak... Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> Speaking of uh, wisdom, I'm I'm confused. I'm not confused, but I sometimes feel like uh, people don't fully compliment me. <laughs> right, like people. I've, so recently, some someone, someone that I respect. <clears throat> I'll say that I say someone that I respect said you know what you, you've got a great voice you should you, you should use your voice for something radio like you have a great voice just use your voice for something but <clears throat> i'm pretty sure that people find it hard to understand what i say when i speak to them it's always kind of repeat yourself sorry i can't hear you your voice is too deep. You swallow your words. You speak too fast. <laughs> but people also say I have a nice voice, so I'm I'm so confused. It's like if what it's like is the whole part of time. <laughs> it's like it's like a, just a weird uh, paradox. Um, it's like you got to use your voice. For, you know, it's beautiful. It's blah blah blah. But we have no clue what you're saying most of the time. <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. It's, I was in the U.S. I, I went to the U.S. Um, that's why I was away for so long. 
I left you in the cold. Left you in the cold. Left you outside in the cold. I was in the US. I visited <clears throat> amazing country. I would say amazing, actually. I, I love I love the US. And I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. First of all, if you're in Britain, you're almost programmed to hate the US. At least the, the population, not the elite. And also, American media, you know, the news, whatever, trains you to hate them as well. <laughs> so it's like a self-inflicted... Uh, uh, you know, reputation disorder, right? So, I went to the US, I loved it. People were nice, showed due courtesy, very chilled. I didn't, I didn't sense neurotism in the air. Uh, weather was beautiful. I was in San Diego, so I would say I like San Diego. America's a continent, so, you know, there's a lot I haven't seen. I was there for over two weeks, so, again, it's like, you know, it takes a long time to really, really gauge the soul of a nation. Having said that, um, you can spend two weeks in a country and hate it, you know, that a country you've never been, and you can absolutely hate it. You can actually, you can see different sides to it that, paint so relatively accurate picture and I thought this visit did that you know people were wonderful <laughs> people were wonderful and I didn't expect that so I, I like pleasant surprises uh, weather space so much space it's just beautiful lovely country I loved it America is a lovely country <laughs> it's like Am I smoking weed? No, 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 no. I, I loved it. It was wonderful. Um, obviously, the there's a dark underbelly as for, as it pertains to its healthcare system. Yeah, um, that's a fact. You don't want to fall ill in the U.S. unless you're rich. Um, the food, yeah, cook at home, buy organic ingredients if if you can. <laughs> If you can find them, because yeah, the chemicals in the food, that's real. Uh, the, what else? Yeah, gun culture, that's very real. Here, here's, here's, here's what happened, right? So, we're, we're out running some errands or whatever. And I kind of just got out of the car, you know. My aunt and my cousin were off doing one thing. I thought, oh, let me go check out the sports store opposite the road. So I get out of the car. Kind of walk up, open the door, and I see, oh, baseball bats, you know, jerseys, whatever. Cool. I then turn to the left, <laughs> and I see... A wall of guns. All kinds of guns. Cabinets. The wall and the cabinets. Full of guns. All kinds of guns. That was the first... I've, I've never seen guns like that in my life. I've seen officers carry guns or what have you. But I've never seen guns sold 
like in a McDonald's, like, oh, we have, you know, AK-47s, you know, Magnums, whatever. Just all manner of artillery. It was crazy. It was crazy. I was just like, shit. This, <laughs> this if I'd been in the US a little longer, um, God forbid I would have experienced anything really as pertaining to guns, but... Um, again, in just two weeks, I got a pretty holistic sense of what the nation was, why, was like. Capitalism, sell guns. Who gives a shit if the person is going to go massacre a bunch of kids in school? No one cares. Sell guns. That was what I got. In San Diego? Come on. Come on. It was, it was, it was actually quite frightening. Uh, but I stayed in the store. <laughs> I just went, oh, well, that's, I guess I sell guns. And I kind of walked around and I was looking at headbands, you know, like sweatbands for the, sweatbands for the head, you know, and arm wristbands, you know, to wipe sweat off or whatever. Because San Diego is very hot, but it's not humid, which is fantastic. So you kind of sweat and you feel quite sleepy in the afternoon. I don't know how to get work done, but... You know, I guess it's America. You got to work. Um, but no, uh, amazing, amazing country. And the problem with, and the and the tragedy of America is that they don't really know what they have. In terms of the power of that diverse nation, um, the politics is actually crippling what could be an even greater nation you know real um transport links are awful again that's objectively true everyone needs a car or, or you can't get anywhere really um you didn't i didn't i don't think i saw a bus i mean unless it was like you talk about tall bosses and stuff but you never really saw like a transportation bus you know like just part of the logistical system of the of the city so that wasn't good objectively but again for me people matter and if i can stand the people i can probably put up with a lot of stuff and i like americans <laughs> i was like that i never thought i'd say that but america is a cool place despite its flaws despite its flaws and the challenges um, it has a, it's still relatively young as a nation. It has a lot of potential. It's always evolving. It's disruptive. You know, it has its challenges. But man, if they can get it right, it might actually be the greatest nation on earth. <laughs> so yeah, that's my take on my trip to the U.S. And and while I was in the U.S., the Israel-Palestinian crisis started. So, and it's easy to I, I get it, right? I get how you can not pay attention. I think I'm blessed to live in the U.K. to have been born in Nigeria, uh, because I need to understand what's going on in the rest of the world. We're not at the apex, so to speak, right? So you need to be alert and aware. In America, you can <laughs> you can shut off the rest of the world, potentially, and it won't matter. You live on a continent, you have your own issues. 
but um, that's not wise, and hence why the population is easily manipulated, right, so, because um, they don't really pay attention, they don't educate themselves, I could see a bit of that, um, it's easy, it's easy in the US, because it's a land of overabundance and security, relatively speaking, so, yeah, yeah, um, the sky is blue, apparently, <laughs> right, um, I'm glad to be back, you know, doing the podcast, I kind of missed it, and when you, when you don't do something, again, it's about consistency, and I think I'm starting to get relatively comfortable recording the podcast, um, so I got to keep the momentum going, because when you don't do it for like two, three weeks, you start to, you start to overthink it a little bit, natural, you know, but yeah, we keep it going, keep going strong, um, have a good week, sorry it's a little late, I, uh, I was meant to record yesterday, but I didn't want to, <laughs> just kidding, I, uh, I was busy, I was busy, 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 so, yeah, I thought I'll put it out anyway, so I don't miss another week. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, catch you up again next week. Peace.